Be sure to check out the amazing merch we have on Teespring at POTN Official Store. Link provided in the description. Yeah, you know. It's your boy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. I started out in the pain. And welcome back to another episode of the Potent Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all people and inspiring all you listeners to go that one step further in your lives. Today I am joined by a very good guest and he's an old friend and an overall good lad. His name is Chris. I'd like to introduce Chris. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, man? Thanks for having me on the, on the Potent Podcast, man. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. And this is your debut podcast episode, you know, the first of many, you know, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, man, hopefully. <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll jump straight into it, you know. I'd like you to tell our listeners, you know, a bit about yourself, where you're from, you know, what you're currently doing at the moment and what you get up to in your free time. So I'm technically an international student right now. I'm studying in Canada, in Vancouver, Simon Fraser University. Been here since uh, 2016 and almost done with my degree and don't really have a part-time job at the moment because, you know, COVID and all that stuff started happening in 2020. Show was crazy. So yeah, pretty much I've been filling up my time with my full-time hobby, which is making music. I produce, I record. I write, I do it all. I can also edit music if anyone needs that done for them. You know, just hit me up on my Instagram. I'll, you know, link that at the end of the episode. But yeah, man, that's pretty much what I've been doing with my time. I'm from Zimbabwe, born and raised. <laughs> you know, shout out to the 263, you know, learned a lot in that place. And, you know, hopefully the goal in the end, after I've made, you know, my millions in the first world, <laughs> is to go back, you know, settle down there, you know. Nothing beats that African sunset, you know, at the end of the day. I love that. So, yeah. Absolutely, man. We can never lose sight of that because obviously that's the motherland. I really like how you captured everything there. And, and I know what it's like to be an international student as well, bro. Like it's quite an interesting exposure. Like not a lot of people know what it's like, but, you know, firsthand speaking, you know, it's a different world. It's a different world. Truly, man, truly. Like also just like the pace, I guess, you know, like because, you know, I come from this place where everything is like, you know, you literally experience every day, you know, one step at a time. But yeah, it's like, yo, even that is not quick enough because because, you know, things happen so quickly out here. It's crazy. But yeah, you know, I guess with time, I've sort of, you know, learned the ropes, got my way around the place. And yeah, you know, I'm actually pretty happy now. Absolutely, man. And happiness is a, is a really, really important thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad you, you're in that space, bro. So on that, you know, I'd, I'd like you to expand, you know, tell our listeners more about your passion. What do you love most about it? Um, so I actually got into music uh, pretty early on. I, I think it was in like my final years of primary school. So I think I was like in grade six or seven. Yeah, I had this friend. Uh, his name was uh, Trevor. And uh, he had recently just transferred from like another school. And then like he really came in and I would see him like, you know, jotting down ideas and writing stuff in a, in a small notebook. And I asked him like, yo, what's it, what is that? And he's like, oh, yeah, I write music. Like I'm, I want to be a rapper. And I actually found that pretty dope. So, you know, I was like, oh, I think I could also write a rap song. My first song, which will never be discussed or ever released anytime soon was yeah you know i just enjoyed the whole process of it but yeah you know eventually i was like you know there's something i might want to get good at because i was already listening to like a lot of hip-hop a lot of r&b all that stuff it was just a matter of time i guess because i always had this thing in my mind where i was like i love the music that i was hearing but i thought like i could also compete to a certain extent you know so i was like i want to become as good as the people i'm listening to i want you know the same opportunities they get you know to have like hundreds of thousands of people listening to you and what you have to say and i also found it a good way of you know being able to vent or you know just express myself you know just to whatever i couldn't say 
face to face or over text, I'll probably put it in a song, you know. So it's always been like my way of releasing like what's inside, you know. So uh, since then, I pretty much haven't looked back. I've been doing it for a while. I started actually releasing music, I think, when I came to Canada around 2016, like uh, actively like getting it out like on stores and, you know, streaming platforms and stuff. And yeah, man, like, I won't lie. Like it's been hard, but it's also been a, a hell of a ride. Like I wouldn't trade it for anything. So yeah, hopefully in the end it manifests into something great. But yeah you know there's beauty in the process too man like i love every day that i'm doing this so yeah yeah absolutely bro and i'll actually speak it into existence man your music is going to get out there bro i guarantee it you know your music trevor's music now you guys are producing really really good music that, that a lot of people don't know about and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there, including the listeners of this podcast, you know, who like discovering new sounds. And I'm pretty sure when they hear yours and Trevor's, you know, they'll, they'll forget about all this mumble and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, man. You know, like I'm only joking. All right, so you know, we'll, we'll move on to that. You know, and you know, I want to find out more. And uh, who would you say has inspired you and made a positive impact on you? Music-wise, like, um, I'll say, like, the artists I was listening to early on, like, because I used to listen to, like, a lot of uh, mixtapes early on. I wasn't really listening to, like, a lot of albums. So people that really, like, influenced the sound were, like, the Kendricks, the J. Cole, the Lil Wayne's. Um, I think the only mainstream artists I was probably listening to were the Jay-Z's, the Kanye's, the T.I.'s, and the Eminem's. But other than that, I pretty much kept it underground. Like, I could list a lot of underground artists that I can probably credit you know my sound and you know my work ethic too but the list is too long man because i i guess you know back in the day when that when all that was still popping that's when i was you know so now still coming up you know still trying to study the game and stuff so that's why i guess if you hear a lot of my music i'm not really just trying to say any random thing on a song i'm really trying to you know make it substantial like you know give it substance give it life you know give it meaning i always felt like you know if you're gonna say something make it mean something you know so yeah yeah, bro. You're already lyrically wavering your, your way through and, and the people are catching on to your groove around that. That's, that's pretty cool, man. And that's very, very important because a lot of the time nowadays, you know, people are just rapping about anything and, you know, it, it has to be meaningful and it's got to come from the heart. And, you know, that's the most important thing because that way, you know, you've got a solid platform to continue on and you're not just a, uh, a flash in the pan like you're in and you're out. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So that's very, very good. And, I can see you've already built a foundation for yourself and it's a rock solid one. Yeah, definitely, man. Like that's always been the goal. But yeah, you know, it's, it's a slow process, but you know, a process nonetheless, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. You know, Joel Embiid said, trust the process. <laughs> true that, true that. <laughs> yeah. So what, what experience would you say you've gone through that has shown you that, you know, there's still positivity in the world and in people? I could, I could list a lot, you know, because, um, in terms of like just me in general, I guess it's pretty much like all the people that I have had the pleasure of encountering like up until this point, like I can literally credit at least, you know, one form of growth that I experienced at any given point to someone. Like, let me just, when I first got to Canada, let me give like an example, like um, I 
didn't really know what I was doing. You know, I didn't know the place, you know, it was my first time in the first world. So, you know, everything's just overwhelming and stuff. Right. But then, you know, so I literally used to just, you know, stay at my, uh, at my place, at my apartment. And then all I'd do was write music. And then thanks to this, uh, there's this, uh, other Zimbabwean girl that I met. Uh, her name was Rachel. I think we met at church and she heard that, oh, I do the music thing as well, the hip hop stuff. And then at some, and then she once came over and she's like, yo, so I heard that, um, you know, you do this rap stuff. And this was like before I'd even like gotten in front of a mic. It had been like years. I think the last song I had released was probably like at the end of high school. So this was like two years prior. And then I was like, oh, so then she came and she's like, oh, I've got this friend of mine. Um, he's also, you know, up and coming, you know, he's also doing this music stuff. And uh, his name was Justin. And thanks to him, actually, um, she got us in touch and then you know he showed me a few of the, the things that he does like he was making like really crazy beats like y'all should check out his music he goes by justin vinyls i think on itunes and spotify but yeah so i got the pleasure of working with him uh, he was one of the first people i worked with and i got to canada and this guy was like on a like i thought i was good but then this guy was doing crazy things <laughs> like he could also produce and he could also he was already rapping and then he started showing me like the producing stuff and i guess it was the selflessness to at least you know take me under his wing and show me the ropes because like it was thanks to him that i actually learned how to produce music as well so i then you know was able to grow and from being just a rapper to now trying to become an artist you know where i can also not just you know uh, write but also create my own sound like i i really think that's important as an artist to have like a sound you know like to be like okay when i as soon as because you can almost tell like within like the first three or five seconds of a song like if it's from an artist you like you already know oh okay it's this person or it's that person so i also want like the same sort of like experience like the same sort of feeling from my fans and you know my supporters and whatever like as soon as they hear my music you know oh that's a zeke song so i was like oh okay so i guess in that sense like i, I was just always grateful to him because like you know he didn't really have to help me out at that time or show me anything but he really took the time to you know he sat down with me and i also then it was because of that that you know also when i see up and coming artists in my area which there's a lot um whenever they come to me for help with tips and stuff like that i'm never hesitant to show them the ropes you know because i remember what it was like when i was starting out like even when i was working at mcdonald's that was my first job when i got here literally when i first got there there were people showing me the ropes for months because you know i that was actually technically my first job too so then you know i never knew what it was like to work like in a team environment and stuff like that but people took time to show me the ropes and then when i then you know grew in the company and became like a team leader i took the time to do the same for the next person i'm always like you know i know what it's like to start out and not know what you're doing so if i can at least give you know whatever keys or whatever tips i have at that time to the next person who's also coming up or trying to do their own thing i wouldn't hesitate to do so because i know what it's like to start out and I was, you know, I'm always thankful that, you know, when I was starting out, I had people that would help me out, you know, show me the ropes and do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, I'd ask people for features on songs and 90% of them would say yes, you know, like no one would like when I made my first project, I don't think it's available on iTunes anymore. Well, because of, you know, uh, legal issues, <laughs> I'll get into that later. But <laughs> I got a few friends who were like so willing, like literally we recorded that album on over like a space of like three to six months. And to be honest, that's like my favorite body of work in a while. You know, I still listen to that stuff today. And hopefully I'm always just trying to like, obviously sonically, it might not have been up to par to where I wanted it to be. But then in the process of it all, you know, the people I got to see and meet and work with, like I wouldn't trade it for the world. And that's all just from being, you know, 
a good person and also having had good people in my life and people to guide me and help me out along the way. So I'm most appreciative of that. And yeah. Absolutely, bro. And I love how you've highlighted that, you know, when people are also up and coming and they want to like get into it, you know, you're not hesitant of helping out because in that sense, you know, you're breaking the cycle, which is very, very important because a lot of the time, you know, somebody may have something brilliant, but, you know, they don't have a person to go to, to get that motivation, to get that insight. And then they end up giving up on it, giving up on something that could have really, really made them, you know, happy, fulfilled themselves, given them a really good adventure going forward and i really like the fact you're looking to break the process because you know, a lot of the time I, i'm pretty sure you may and you can agree on this like in places like in the first world you, you may have an idea and the one person who believes in it is is ourselves so there's very few people around we can go to and say yo this is my idea what do you think and they're like oh no no, no i like it let's do this let's do that you know it's a lot of it it's quite self-motivated so a lot of the people need to build up a resilience to get there and obviously you've built up that resilience and you said okay I want to break the cycle as well because it's not fair you've seen it you've been through it all you don't want anyone else to suffer for me that's what separates a normal person from an extraordinary person in that sense because you you've recognized it and you, you're looking to break through and you're making looking to make a difference which is very very important that's so true man like i also see it with you man like i guess it was because of how we grew up basically like in for me because i i think just the culture in Mashingo, like that's the city that i grew up in and zimbabwe so so just like the people and the friends I had there, you know, I always had people always ready to help and willing to help. So I guess, you know, just growing up with that and growing up, you know, with friends like you as well, you know, it was crazy. Like it just made my life that much easier at whatever point I was at, whenever I needed help, I know I could come to people like you or my other friends and I would always leave with something better. Like it took me a while. But the thing is, like in the first world, you don't really know who's really in it to help you and who's really in it to, you know, get something out of it for themselves and stuff. Because I guess at the end of the day, everyone wants, you know, a piece of the pie. You want someone who would rather help you just to see you, you know, succeed or, you know, like at least better yourself in whatever field or whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to get out there into the world to, you know, put your name or your stamp out there. But you don't want a case where you're dealing with people that have like hidden agendas and stuff or like to have these ulterior motives that just don't align with you know your work ethic or like your or like your ethos and stuff like that so it took me a while like there were like and as much as i had people that i was also working with that were helping me out here and there i also had to be wary of the people who were only trying to work with me to you know better their own agendas or to get something for themselves and yeah it was a long thought process but i'm grateful to have gone through that because i was always told like there's no losses in life only lessons right so in, in that aspect i guess i got to learn a lot from just i guess because putting yourself out there opens you up to all these things right you're gonna you're gonna meet the good you're gonna meet the bad you're gonna meet the ugly and but at the end of the day it's all gonna mold you into you know one hell of a person you know <laughs> Absolutely, man. And that's one sick metaphor, bro. You know, you've taken all three aspects of life, molded it, and, you know, you're super Chris right there, bro, you know. So, you know, the next thing, you know, I'm pretty sure our listeners, you know, would be keen to hear. Can you talk us through, like, how you've overcome challenges you face? You've mentioned, like, moving from the 263, you know, aka Zim to Canada and any other challenges, you know, you, you want to talk about, like, how you've overcome those? 
Um, I guess my very first challenges actually came because growing up, I was never that person that was always willing to ask for help. Like I'm always that person that would want to figure it out for themselves. I would literally go like for days trying to figure out something before I actually admit it to myself, before I admit it to someone else that, okay, maybe I might need help. So I guess um, one of the first things I had to kind of tackle when I first got here was learning to ask for help, you know, like even if it's a, like a stranger in the street and being like, oh, I need to get to this place or I don't know how to do this. Or maybe it's in class. And, uh, you know, let's say like uh, a lecturer goes over like a topic that I don't fully understand and being that person that raises my hand. Like I never used to be that person. I used to be like, I guess I'll wait until the end of the class to go to the teacher and be like, oh, so I didn't get this or maybe even send an email. I don't know, because at heart I was sort of introverted in a way. So I never used to like speaking up a lot especially like in front of like a lot of people and stuff so even like when i started because i think i performed my first show as well here in 2017 one of my good friends is uh, he goes by bkbk you can find his music on apple music and spotify he took me out to my first show it was actually like a show for his record label and we had a featured song together he had a song on my first album and i also had a, one or two songs on his project so i guess also public speaking was another thing that i had to you know overcome and like how i tried to go about it the first time was wasn't the best way possible because i kind of resorted to you know a lot of substance abuse to try and get like what they call liquid courage i guess just to get that confidence to speak up in front of like a large group of people or just to speak up in general like i found that i was more talkative when i was you know under the influence and stuff so it was good but then you know at the same time it was sending me down this destructive pattern so i guess one of the first things I had to learn to overcome was just, you know, learning to speak out, being able to be myself without needing the extras, you know, and the stuff on the side to help that. So, and also learning to ask for help, like that really helped me get into a lot of doors I don't think I would have otherwise gotten into since I got here. It's, it's always a good thing to know and to ask for help. Like, I was always told that, you know, that's what separates the good people from the great, you know, like you don't always have to do it yourself. Like it's always good to say, oh yeah, you know, I did it all alone or whatever. But at the end of the day, I feel like in life, it's about, you know, who you get to share these experiences with, because if the only other person you're working with is yourself and you're only doing it for yourself or by yourself, I feel like it won't be as fulfilling because when I make music, I'm not just trying to do this for myself. I'm trying to show someone like maybe it's a kid somewhere in Zimbabwe who's probably thinking like, yo, is it possible for us to, you know, have our voices heard out there? You know, is it possible for me to make music and, you know, still make it out or do things like that? Is it possible for me to go to school and, you know, still make it out or find something that I love? And this, I just try and do my best to show them that, yes, you can, but you can't do it alone because literally at every step of the way since I've gotten here, I can't say I've worked alone whether it's music whether it's school and stuff like that i've had to reach out to people a lot of stuff yeah i tried to just do by myself in the beginning but then you know it's a slower route let me say because you're trying to master all these things all at once and you just won't get to where you want to get to in time or by the time you get there probably the world has moved on without you you know or like life has just gone on without you and you don't want that you know i feel like you know building relationships and what people call networking is very good, you know, because that way you also get to share in someone else's vision. You get to gain another perspective that you might not have otherwise gotten working alone, you know? So that's one of the things that I, I would say really helps, like reaching out. Don't be scared, to, you know, to ask for help when you need it. So I learned that early on and it's really helped me in my time, yeah, like moving here, you know? Yeah, it's been great.
Absolutely, man. And I like how you've painted a perfect picture there of how reaching out to people can also help you overcome challenges because getting that extra insight and support, it helps you see things a whole lot different. And then you also start looking at things differently. Like I have this saying, I've said it on previous episodes, but like you go from being one dimensional to becoming multidimensional because you're gaining new insights every day and very soon you'll have a 360 approach to everything and whenever you encounter anything you're always going to be like actually let me think and you're going to have all these solutions pop in your brain because you're so used to having you've learned different ways of approaching challenges or situations in your life and it's important yeah definitely man that's all facts man i found it to be true here man like it's about growing right like you know because at the end of the day you want to be like that all around the person you know and everything so your only way you're going to grow is by like as you said gaining that 360 you know that multi-dimensional perspective you know i guess that's the end goal at the end of the day you know yeah yeah so you know what, what would you say obviously you you mentioned you know your journey through music and the people you've met who've helped you get to the next level you know and, and obviously in those moments we have trials and tribulations so you know what would you say to our listeners is the most important thing or the most valuable thing about failure i would say although i actually only recently learned this lesson is like to stop looking at like the downfalls and the shortcomings as failures like i was told to always find uh, like it was a recent lesson i learned but someone said to me like always look for the lessons and the failures so like you're gonna mess up like every now and then but how you're gonna get better from that is identifying exactly what it is or not maybe exactly what it is but like the few things that you could have done better because obviously uh, when you fall or when you fail it's because something went wrong right so you want to see first of all like is it something that you yourself could have changed is there something that you could have done i was taught like okay you know always look for the lesson and the failure because that's how you grow. If you just take the failures and you're like, okay, fine, let me start this. Let me try again and see what happens. And you don't really sit down to think like, okay, fine, maybe if I try to do this thing better or that thing better, you're just going to be making the same mistakes over and over again. So be very critical of yourself. And also, I feel like it's also about the company you keep, you know, like you want people who are not afraid to tell you when you're messing up. Because I was told, like, you know, if two or more people tell you the exact same thing, it's probably true. So if you get two or more people that you trust that can give you feedback and they more or less outline the same problem in, like, whatever your work or whatever you're doing, then maybe that's something you might want to revisit. Like, it might still be untrue, or but the chances are unlikely. So always be looking for the lessons in the wins and in the losses like just always be looking for okay fine like if you you know if you do something great you're like okay fine how did i do this what did i what exactly did i do right in this situation or if you mess up or if you fall and you're like okay fine what did i do wrong here what can i improve so that's the one thing that i think i've been trying to get better at i'm still not perfect at it because you know especially like in with things like music you really don't like a lot of people having an opinion because you feel like it might change or taint the sound and you know as an artist you kind of like always want to be like ah oh, no you know i get creative license because you know it's my music you want to make good music at the end of the day you know you want something with that's on top of being good has also some good replay value so maybe you know like give an example like my roommate actually his name is masimba he once gave me this 
this tip like a few months back and I won't lie it's really changed the way I write music he's like yo and when you're writing your music don't just try use like one monotonous tone you know try and you know switch up the flows you know maybe use this sort of rhyme scheme and then maybe change up that rhyme scheme here and there or the complete delivery or whatever you know but always be looking for the small intricate things that you can change up and to be honest since then that's pretty much been like what I've shaped my sort of comeback around because like the last time I released music was like back in 2018 and it's only in 2020 that I've actually gotten back in front of the mic I guess I've not got the time for it because of COVID and stuff and these are all these little things that I'm paying attention to and trying to fix or trying to you know improve on in my sound and it's helped a lot so always be willing to you know receive feedback and look for the lessons and the mistakes you know Absolutely, man. I agree with you there. It's, it's a process in itself. Like you, you highlighted earlier, and, you know, you're going to get feedback and, you know, it's about being open to that feedback as well, taking on what people are saying. And if, like you said, if more than two or three people are saying the same thing, then yeah, it's something that, you know, you can improve as well. Like I think a lot of the time when people hear feedback, you know, it's not the be all and end all, you know, it's, it's somebody who cares if they do, you know, giving their insight on what you're working on and how you can get better at it. So it's always food for thought on how you can get better as a person. No, definitely. Like exactly like what you just said, getting people that care who will give you feedback because also you don't want to just take feedback from anyone. Make sure that the person who's actually giving the feedback has your best intentions at heart, you know. So also don't just take feedback from people who tell you, oh, you're doing this thing wrong. Take advice from someone who will tell you, no, you're doing this thing wrong. But maybe if you tried this, then maybe that would help. So not someone who's just always criticizing, but someone who can also critique and you know also help like give feedback like actual substantial feedback you know to the process you know something that will help that's that's invaluable to me <laughs> absolutely man no, i agree what you can take from that that can help you drive forward and that's the most important thing in those kind of situations and you know and i agree with you as well like i think with covid coming around you know it's been bad and at the same time it's also been a blessing in disguise because, you know, me and you both have actually had a chance to look at ourselves, look at things we want to learn, get back into things we weren't working on before COVID like happened. And in a way, it's it's helped us like keep track of all our other interests and passions as well, because you know I think what was going on in the world before that, you know, we're, we're a bit distracted and we, we put things on the back burner. But when COVID came around, it gave us an opportunity to say, okay, what haven't I done that I want to do? And start setting yourself like mini targets and some goals to help you get back into it. And then you'll find a way to incorporate what you've left behind to what you were working on before. And you join that and you've got something special going forward no definitely man 100 bro like because you said it was really like a blessing in disguise i guess you know having all this time to yourself you know you just start to because like i won't lie like if it wasn't for covid i probably wouldn't have gotten like back into my group of trying to make music because i don't know like just you know the whole trying to focus on school and also you know whatever job or part-time job people be trying to hold down at the same time you know you barely leave any time at the end for yourself for like for things that you want to do you know and i feel like it's really important you know and then i'm not saying that neglect like your obligations and your duties or if you're like a student don't dedicate too much time studying no do all that but then also remember that you have your own interests you have things that you love and the one thing that I really wish to change about how certain, like, I guess I'm not saying like everybody, but like how some people live their lives is that how I got into the music wasn't because I wanted to make a buck 
or monetize this in any way possible. Like I only learned about monetizing like my music when I got here. When I first started making the music, it was really just for me to hear back or for me to tell my friends about, you know, like literally, I think my scene was literally SoundCloud and that piff, you know, like I was only about the mixtapes and the underground artists and stuff like that because I felt like, you know, that sort of sound is untainted and is unique. So my thing is like, I want the same for like the next generation or or even like the next person, not even the next generation. It could be someone from our current generation, but then who's just, you know, holding back, you know, from whatever interests them because they're like, oh, it might not make me any money or I won't get any return from it. But I want to change that. Like, I want people to, you know, do things because, you know, they just genuinely love them. Like, you know, even if you're not even the best at it, don't let someone tell you that you can't do something because you're not good at it, right? Because the difference between you being bad at it and you being good at it is time, repetition. Like, literally, everyone who picked up a pen wasn't the best writer when they first. Okay, I won't say that, but I can attest maybe like a lot of people who picked up the pen on their first try weren't good writers. But now look at them and what it separated them from the rest you know that was just practice but also you know don't just pick up the pen because you're seeing like dollar signs at the end of the road pick up the pen because you know you actually have something you might want to say or something like you just have like a passion for writing or drawing or speaking or it could be any number of a hundred things or you know but i just want people to just do things that they love because i really love what i do like i spend days and nights working on my music but it never feels like work because it's something that i enjoy it's something that i love you know it's i tell my friends about it you know i tell my family about it (laughs) and you know coming from zimbabwe telling your parents that oh by the way i'm a rapper (laughs) or whatever like that it's always like an awkward conversation to have but you know i was blessed you know have very understanding parents they're like oh yeah you know as long as you still you know focus on the school thing and stuff you can do whatever you want with your hobby (laughs) and you do then get a quick buck out of it whatever the case may be then you know that's good for you and stuff so yeah i just want people to start doing things not for others or not because they want to make money but because you know they they just love it absolutely man i can't disagree with that like you have to invest in yourself and it's about courage of jumping into the unknown that sets you apart because i think you know a lot of the things we have today whether it's social media you know the podcast platform we're using to record today you know the likes of spotify and stuff like that amazon you know they wouldn't have happened if the people who created them you know were just like okay i'll just leave it i'm not even going to try you know they were like you know i'm going to try something and i'm going to see where it takes me so it's it's important for us to believe in what we want to do and not give up on it just because somebody else has said something different you know exactly you know that's true man that's true absolutely bro so you know with that you know what would you say excites you about the future going forward um i guess what excites me is that i actually don't know what to expect like it's one of those like it's like i'm sowing all these seeds for myself and you know i'm trying to put myself in like a very good position you know whether it be you know academically or in terms of work or in terms of the music and stuff like that i'm just sowing all these little seeds you know and i guess it's just the whole i don't know what could happen but like i'm excited because i'm like oh i've been putting in all this work in whatever i'm doing and to see how it's going to manifest is what's really driving me you know because i'm like okay i think i put in a substantial amount of work in everything that i do a substantial amount of effort so it's one of those things that i'm like okay so i don't really know what's gonna happen but based off of the work i've put in 
and the time I've put in, literally sky is the limit, you know? So it's one of those, like, I don't know what to expect, but then that's where I find the excitement in it all, in it all you know? I'm just like, if the music thing gains traction, because yeah, I do have, like, a following right now, maybe a couple hundred people. Imagine, like, at the end of the year, what it's going to be. Next year, what it's going to be, you know? Like, it's one of those things, because I'm like, I know I'm going to continue pushing forward, and I'm only going to be getting better. So as I get better, the crowds that I'll be attracting, investors or whatever the case may be that I'll be you know attracting to like with the sound or with the work ethic or whatever that's what excites me like I don't know who I'm gonna meet or what I'm gonna be doing but I guess that's the beauty in it like you don't know what's gonna happen next <laughs> until you know you get there I try not to think too much about what I'm gonna gain out of it but kind of like am I happy with the moves I'm making now do I think that they're gonna put me in a better position and the answer these days is most like 90% of the time is gonna be yes you know so I guess that's what i'm really enjoying right now exactly man and you know you got to keep at it you know it's what's going to get you there in the end you know that resilience and I, I like how you know you've got an optimistic and a positive outlook obviously going forward which is going to take you far bro i'm not going to lie to you it's going to take you far and you know i can't wait to see you flourish and see where you get man and you know hopefully if all things work out you know i could be you know attend your shows be in the six as well you know and continue this when i started it it was just a simple like an idea and now it's it's growing and i'm seeing that i can do a lot more with it so i'm I'm excited to see where it takes me man no 100 man like i could just tell you know like something was gonna happen because you know like the conversations me and you were having on the side prior to all this beginning you know like i could just tell like you know we both have that sort of drive that's gonna take us really far man like i'm just so excited to see where we both end up man but uh, you know definitely man if you pull up out of my shows you know you're getting that vip pass man <laughs> all access man <laughs> it's gonna be crazy man you're gonna be right up there with me man <laughs> exactly man we struggled through the what was the saying called because they were like the people you starve with or the people you eat with that kind of a thing but yeah yeah exactly yeah i, I know what you, i know what you're getting at <laughs> Right. Okay. So, you know, with that, man, you know, what, what would you say helps you stay focused when you're on the grind, you know, when you're completing activities and tasks? Um, it's something I've also recently started because like I used to be that person that used to like just try go off like uh, muscle memory and stuff. But then I've learned like uh, writing your goals down and stuff, you know, like literally just put it down. Like even if it's a note on your phone or on your laptop or like a physical paper that you're writing on, just put it up there. If it's a calendar where you're telling yourself, okay, fine, I want to achieve this thing in so many days just stick it up there you know just put it up there and just tell yourself okay fine that's the goal that's the deadline you know and i guess um accountability i try and you know keep the people in my circles like updated with what i'm doing you know like i don't like telling a lot of people about my moves but then like the necessary people i always like try and inform them about what i'm doing because i i feel like accountability also helps you know with pushing me forward you know because let's say like even if it was also not too long ago like a year ago or so where i started a, a weight loss goal because like uh your boy had gained some weight <laughs> and i wasn't really you know liking the structure of how i looked and stuff so i just kind of you know told a few people like oh you know i want to lose weight you know or i want to do this and you know eventually they just start to ask you every now and then they're like oh so how's that going or how's this going or are you still doing that or are you still doing this you know but yeah if you know that it's hard for you to keep yourself accountable then have someone else like your close friend someone will have your best intentions at all have them keep you accountable or just write it down like literally 
like it sounds so tedious or whatever but trust me it goes a long way because when you look back and also i guess the best feeling is like when you now look back and you're like wow i really wrote this stuff down like months ago weeks ago and look at where i'm at now <laughs> i'm exactly where i thought i would be <laughs> uh, like it's always like that that mini victory you know like you know that small fist pump they just go like yeah <laughs> i love those moments man it's crazy <laughs> exactly man yeah for me as well you're not the only one who's i've gained weight as well man i think it, it's one of those where it's a lesson in itself i think and like you said accountability is important so 2015 was it 2015 yeah 2015 was madness man 2015 summer i was eating bro <laughs> i was i was eating like crazy man and then i ended up developing a belly and ever since then man i, I can't even lose it so it's a bit mad yeah no i know the feeling man that was i think 2015 as well for me i think that was the year that i was waiting to go to uni so i was literally just at home 24 7 i wasn't doing anything and all i had time for was food man. literally have breakfast you're like oh let me have a snack and then and you're like, oh, let me have lunch. Or, oh, let me have another snack. Or, let me have like a pre-dinner snack. Or, let me have dinner. Then, oh, let me have a midnight snack. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess I just had too much time in my hands, man. But damn. <laughs> oh, man. Let, let's push on. So, you know, the next question, you know, I'd like to ask, you know, so our listeners probably curious, you know, obviously with the music and, you know, balancing your studies and, you know, the part-time job, that can have a lot of stress that comes into your life, man. And, you know, I want to know, you know, how you handle that stress. How I handle stress? Like, I really try and, because uh, the thing is, like, I wasn't really, like, an outgoing person when I first got here. So I always just try and challenge myself every now and then, like, oh, okay, uh, maybe try visit a few places, you know, like, even if it's, like, locally or whatever, like, the past two years that I've actually realized how big the province of British Columbia is, because, like, I stay in Vancouver, right? And to me, for, like, the first two or three years of my studies, I always just thought, like, oh, you know, this is it, this is the city, you know, but then, wow, um, my friends just started dragging me around and they're like, yo, let's go see this place, or, like, oh, we actually just came back from um this place called whistler it's like this nice place it's got nice views nice mountains it has waterfalls and stuff and there's so many activities like bungee jumping zip lining there's even helicopter rides i had never known about this up until like recently you know and it was actually my roommate who put me onto that and you know it was pretty dope like so I guess um how I try and de-stress is like, I always challenge myself to try something new, you know, just forget about all the stresses in your life. Just go out there and, you know, just try out a new experience, you know, and I try to listen to music outside of the normal genres that I would listen to. You might even find me listening to like some classical music sometimes, you know, you never know. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I just try and dive into like, so I guess it's always just like maybe trying out new things every now and then. That's how I kind of de-stress in a while, in, in a way, because um I guess in that way i stop thinking about whatever problems i'm facing and i'm just kind of focused on you know learning this new thing or seeing this new place or whatever but yeah just trying out new things oh well because i also have a girlfriend actually so i guess that also helps with the de-stressing you know someone to talk to about whatever you're going through and stuff you know just having like even if it's not going to be like a girlfriend or a boyfriend or what or whatnot just having like a trustee like a confidant you know someone you can just you know like unload everything that's one thing that i've really seen has helped me a lot just having someone who i can really completely like trust and talk to to say oh so my day was like you know when people ask you oh yeah man how are you doing how's your day i just fine ah yeah you know just you know the usual but then you know they always like those small details that you might not want to bring up i don't know how other people you might not know like how other people will judge or react or whatever so you're just like oh, okay i'll just keep it to myself but i feel like slowly that stuff starts to build up and then that coupled with the stress 
advice and stuff. Yeah, it can be very toxic at the end. So just have like a trustee or a confidant or someone. I have a girlfriend. I'm grateful for that. So, you know, so one of those things, I guess. Yeah, so yeah, that and trying out new experiences is pretty much how I try and de-stress. So I might, you know, also smoke here and there, you know, but yeah, I guess, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but other than that, uh, yeah, man. Oh yeah. And I'm also like wine connoisseur as well. Like <laughs> I, I like having me a glass of wine here and there, but yeah, other than that, I try and remain spiritual to a certain extent. I won't lie and say I go to church every weekend and stuff, but yeah, once in a while when I do go, that helps too, you know, just knowing that at least I'm not the only one with problems and not the only one who's also trying to get help from others and, you know, maybe from like, you know, a higher being. Yeah. It's always good to also be spiritual and stuff. It helps. Absolutely, man. You know, glory be to the most high. And I like how you alluded to experiencing new things is important because it can help you find, you know, new ways of tackling, you know, situations. And, you know, that outlet, having an outlet for what you have is really, really important because you can't let it build up because once it builds up inside, it can destroy you from the inside out. It's always good to have an outlet, you know, for what you have on your chest. And like you said, have somebody you can go to and and talk to and have somebody like who wants to listen as well, because, you know, that's very, very important because, you know, the next time you may think, oh, nobody would really want to listen, but you find somebody who does and then you can always go to that person. So, yeah, man, now that's very good. You know, we count these blessings to help us going forward. And that's really, really important. So, you, you you know, on that, man, so what would you say are your, like, strongest qualities? Obviously, I know you, you're a hardworking guy, you know, you're determined, all of that stuff. But, you know, for the listeners, Bennett, talk us through your, your strongest qualities. Um, My strongest qualities? Um, For me, endurance is a big factor for me. So it's like just trying not to give up at the first sign of trouble or whatever, you know, just trying to push through. Like um, when I started out my journey working out and stuff, like, you know, at first I would probably only be able to keep running for maybe like 10, 15 minutes of a 30 minute jog, you know, and I'm like, ah, then it's one of those things. So, but then, you know, each day I'd come back, I'll be like, okay, so yesterday I only managed to run for like a total of 15. Then I walked the other half. So maybe today I want to push for maybe five minutes extra then the next day 10 minutes extra or 15 minutes extra. so it's always just i like enduring something i like seeing i just really like pushing myself like through the pain or the hardship i'm just like you know i see it through if you don't like the result once you get there at least you can tell yourself i got there so that's one thing that i feel like is a strong suit for me and Another one is I feel like I'm pretty creative because not just like in the music, but then like just like coming up with ideas can put me like in most rooms where an idea is required and stuff. And I feel like I could always like 90% of the time I'll come up with at least one good idea. Like I'll throw out maybe like a hundred of them (laughs) and maybe only one will stick, but that one will be a really dope one. I find that to be also another strong suit of mine. Um, And I'm a very welcoming person. So I feel like that's a strength in itself because like it allows me to get in the room with a lot of people that I might not have otherwise gotten in the room with or get to go to places that I might not have otherwise had the chance to go to because I always just try to be nice and friendly to pretty much everyone I encounter everyone I meet because like growing up my mom always told me like you know you'll never know what this person could do for you maybe not today or tomorrow or five years from now so you know it costs nothing to be a good person you know so i'm always like i'm always down to have a conversation with anyone or just you know or just like you know 
to try to break the ice with if it's like one of those situations like we were meeting for the first time or hanging out for the first time or I'm in a place for the first time. I always just try and say what's up or make a few friends in like, you know, the first 24, 48 hours or whatever. But yeah, I feel like that's a superpower in itself, you know, just the ability to reach out and talk. So yeah, that coupled in with the endurance and the creativity, I guess, has pushed me as far as I've come so far. Just be a good person, stay creative, and you know, push through. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You know, those are really good qualities, and they really do keep you grounded. Because the fact that you can now network, and that's something you've developed, you know, over the last four or so years. So you know, you've developed that, and. It helps you network and you never know who, you know, you're speaking to and what they could do. Like what your mom just said, man, she dropped some gems, bro. She dropped some gems. So it helps as well because you never know down the line, you might get call or text and, you know, they're coming through with the major assist. So that's going to be major. That's going to help you a long, long way. And I can't refute that. So, yeah. Nah, definitely, bro. Like, yeah, it's worked so far. So clearly, you know, I, I have no complaints. <laughs> Absolutely. Keep it going, bro. That's what I'll say to you, man. Keep it going, bro. And on that, man, you know, is there anything new you want to learn and pick up? Well, in terms of like picking up a hobby, I want to learn how to actually do photography because I've always been like a fan of pictures and just visual art in general. But then I don't really know my way around a camera too well. But I see a lot of my friends, it's like almost like they pick up a camera and they automatically know what to do with it. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I pick up a camera. I don't even know what half the functions do and stuff. But that's something you want to learn. And I want to learn how to, you know, do like trading and stuff as well, you know, because I feel like that's a revenue dream that's really unexplored especially like i guess coming from like um an african country or zimbabwe in general like people are very skeptic about investments and stuff because people are always just looking out for themselves first and foremost so it's kind of like why should i take that risk like what do i gain from that but that's something i really want to get into i was actually thinking about taking a course on like a business course that could help me out with that i think one of my friends referred me to like a course i can take at sfu so that's uh, something i want to look into as well but um and also want to learn how to play the piano like i once started like getting piano lessons um this was like in grade three or grade four and i don't know i just i think i only took it for like a term which is like about what four months or so and then i kind of gave it up but then now the ironic part is that now i'm here you know doing the music thing <laughs> and i can barely play the piano like literally i have to bang on every key before i find which one i want to use in a song and stuff <laughs> so that's something I, i'm hoping to pick up you know over time like i want to give myself a small keyboard and then hopefully with time that can turn into a grand piano but yeah man i think that's my favorite instrument of all time but ironically i don't know how to play it i had the chance too but yeah i guess i gave up a little too quick back then so yeah that's one regret i hope to rectify <laughs> yeah exactly man and like you said you know you you've learned from a past experience and you're more open to it now so that's always going to push you forward as you learn the piano you know as you pick up photography you know i'm actually curious to see you know how well you do because at some point for my brand and stuff like i want to do some shoot and believe me i think you may have seen on instagram or me trying to do model poses and i can't do that so it's something that i want to learn as well so it, it will be interesting man if, if we, we can get into a space where we can complement each other's skills and stuff and that would be ultimate synergy right there because we're complementing what we do and 
you know, helping each other here and there. And then that's what helping us, you know, get even better and better and better. No, definitely 100%, man. Right. On that, man, you know, in closing, you know, what inspiring words would you tell our listeners who are looking to improve themselves? I'll tell you like uh, one thing that I think really stuck with me. It was like, you know, I was told in life, just find that one thing you love and let it kill you. So like literally dedicate your whole being to making sure that this thing manifests in real life because at the end of the day anybody you could do it too that's really something that stuck with me those two phrases like uh, find what you love and let it kill you and um, you could do it too yeah those things really stuck with me yeah so I'll just tell you now if you're gonna do anything in life make sure you're giving it the maximum push 100 like don't let anyone try to steer you off the path but then also don't be you know ignorant and refuse to listen to advice but as the end of the day and just try not to pay attention to what the next person is doing because you know you don't know how how long they've been doing it for or you know how they got into it you don't know their story you know but you know yours and you know where you're starting i know it's always a challenge like my first challenge was like uh i think i explained it to you like at the beginning like when i said i met up with like uh this guy who got me into recording when i first got here to canada in a way i was sort of envious because I was like, this guy is so good. And he said he had started doing all this when he was like 12 or 13. And he was like, what, 19 by the time I met up with him. So he'd been doing it for like about six years. So he had that head start ahead of me and he was already that good. So then I started being overcritical of myself. I was like, wow, if he can do it and we're pretty much the same age, but then I barely even know where to start or what I'm doing. So I used to beat myself up about that. But at the end of the day, you know, it's your journey, you know, try not to focus on what the next person is doing because you know there's so much room at the top for everybody to it it's not just gonna be you or them it can be both of you or it can be everybody they say that there's a one in a million chance that you're gonna make it but i'll tell you this now 75 million people there's still only one percent of the population is that correct i don't know if my numbers are correct but <laughs> but yeah the grand scheme of things is you know there's a lot of room at the top so try not to focus on what everyone else is doing just focus on bettering yourself so literally your only competition should be who you were yesterday that's all i'll tell you find what you love and let it kill you don't focus on what the next person is doing it's your story not theirs okay yeah that's it <laughs> Word, man. Ah, that's some beautiful stuff in there, man. And you've literally taken a lot of metaphors and turned them into like a lot of relatable things. If for me, it's been an eye opener, man. And you know, thank you for coming on and, and sharing your story, man. It's, I'm hoping a lot of our listeners, you know, listening in, you know, find inspiration from what you said. No, definitely, man. Thanks for having me, man. Like for those that might not know, this is actually the first time I'm, I'm doing a podcast. You know, I was pretty nervous getting into that, but you know, my boy just made it so comfortable for me, man. Like it's been good talking to you, man. And, you know, just, you know, having a casual conversation, man, doesn't even feel like we're doing this, you know, for a podcast or anything. It's just like, you know, we're just bouncing off ideas, you know, talking about our lives and, you know, where we're at and what we're planning on doing. I just think it's, you know, it's all a beautiful process, you know, man. So thank you for having me here, man. I'm really glad to be part of the Podium Podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a great episode. Well, that's all for today's episode of the Podium Podcast. Thank you all for listening in and reaching the end of the show. I'd like to thank my boy Chris for coming on to the show thank you for joining me Chris uh, thanks for having me like I'm glad to be a part of this 
man. And uh, I hope to see this podium podcast, you know, blow up, you know, because damn, you're really making the moves, man. I'm glad to be a part of it. Glad to be there in the beginning. Hopefully I'm there in the end too, you know. And shout out to you, Takura. For those that are wondering, um, if you want to listen to my music, you can find it. There's a link on my Instagram page. My Instagram is at Zeke underscore 143. That's Z-E-E-K. My Twitter handle is the same. All my links are there. And I also have some new music coming out soon. I'm actually hoping that my boy previews it at the end of this episode. Hope to give you guys a sneak peek. It's going to be dropping soon. It's called Basement. It's a song that I worked on with me and a couple of my friends. It's been a whole team effort. I love it. Hopefully it blows up. <laughs> and yeah, man, just glad to be a part of this podcast. Thanks so much for having me, man. Absolutely, man. Yeah, thank you for joining. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Until the next time, be well and take care. Thank you for listening. Listen, I started out on the pavement Bet you thought I wouldn't make it Wondering why you ain't did it Cause you only work in that day shift Yeah, success is contagious We winners on regular basis A lot of y'all getting mad, huh? Like how we do it from the basement I ain't been getting no sleep, uh Lately I'm playing for keeps, uh Lately I'm out on these streets Been talking to God, he said it's my season, uh Ain't no sleep for the week Gotta get bread, can't aim for the weed Gotta get cake, can't aim for the cream Long term, that's mine for the week Music by Zeke.